Ah, yes. When you hear those sounds of Josh Cantor's organ, you know it is the best show post-show. The half hour of power. 30 minutes of unscreened phone calls. A show we do every other week or thereabouts. Joining us tonight, it's the core core group, the gang. <laughs> Got AP Mike. Yes. How are you getting up on that mic? I'm I'm right here. There it is. There it is. Seriously, oh, that's it. Yeah, that, you okay. should be that close. Right. Okay. Make it pop. Make it pop. Okay. Fierzik didn't like it. Okay. <laughs> He's like, Mike's on the mic. You can't uh-huh. hear him. Okay. It's like you. You said you're you're clear as a bell. Mike sounds like he's in the background. This is for you, Jeff. We also have the man known as Dudio, fresh off his triumphant West Coast performance of his show, Dead Dad's Club. We have Jason Gore. How are you? Hello. Good. Good. And that pops. This guy knows how to do it, Mike. <laughs> I worked in radio for years. I'm an amateur. That's how you do it. Yes. Uh-huh. That is how you do it. How are you tonight? I'm doing good. Doing All right? Great. Yeah. Show went well? Show was fantastic. Uh, LA couldn't have been better to us. And last but certainly not least, we have the host of Prove It All Night on WFMU. Hey, Tom. Pat Byrne. Hey, guys. What's going on? Not too much. Doing all right? Yeah, I think so. Well, why don't we just get to it? Let's get to these calls. These unscreened calls. Half hour power. You're on the show. You're here with AP Mike, Jason Gore, and Pat Byrne. What's up? Oh, hold on. What's up, my friend? Hi. Um, Well, I was wondering if you had seen that movie, uh, When We're Young, yet, that you and still a movie. I have not. Have you? Okay. Uh, I have not seen it. I just heard that um, Dean Wareham is in and he plays a shaman, apparently. Or a shaman, I should say. Um, but uh, And I guess that fedoras play a big part of that. I know that they were discussed a few half hour or power ago. You a big doors fan? Big doors fan. Uh, I like the movie. I'm not, I actually don't like the band at all. They're one of my dad's favorite bands. You like the movie? <laughs> I, I think I, I think the mu- the band is better than that movie. No, I agree, but it's a fun, it's an it's an uh, entertaining. If you agree, you're all over the map. Goodbye. No backbone, right? No backbone. <laughs> Take a stand, yeah. None. Take a stand. There's no wrong answer. You like what you like. You don't like. Uh, uh, I like uh, the the movie more than the. Is this live? Are you sure this isn't live? Somebody's saying they're hearing this. They're hearing this in the chat. Oh! <laughs> not live. We're pulling it. You goons. <laughs> Thank you, you blabbermouth. <laughs> yeah. No ties for you, doggy. It's not live anymore. No. Not live anymore. Yeah, you shouldn't have said anything, you blabbermouth, in the chat. <laughs> it's live, it's live. Not anymore, it's not. <laughs> Half hour power, you're on the show. I can answer just about any question you have about sensory deprivation, Tank. You're here with AP Mike, Jason Gore, and Pat Byrne. Sensory deprivation tanks, have you been in them? I've been in one. 
Did you like it? It helps if you need relaxation. Um, it's not the most, um, if you're a little bit antsy about um, sanitary things, you're kind of waiting in a pool of hot salt water that someone else has probably been in. Yeah. Yeah, I, I did some quick research, and uh, one of the disturbing things I saw in a review was that you uh, have to sign a waiver in case you lose control of your bladder or bowels in the sensory, or or you vomit. That was the other one. And well, that, that was a concern, but the, the clause that gave me uh, a little bit more pause was that uh, there was a clause that said that any thoughts, any disturbing thoughts or visions that may occur to you while in the sensory deprivation tank are yours alone and are not caused by the tank itself. Well, that's, yeah, well, that's ridiculous. But uh, I, w- I was concerned that people were using it as a toilet so, yeah, I wouldn't be eager to jump into that salt solution knowing that somebody, you know, Was relieved them. themselves <laughs> in there. The facility I went to seemed extremely clean, extremely professional, but it still had that smell of chlorine, that smell of salt. Um, How long were you in it? I, I got three one-hour sessions. I I thought it would be a good way to... To focus, I thought it might be a good way to get into meditation, but I think probably it's just easier to sit and try to actually meditate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd be worried the whole time somebody would lock me in that thing. Yeah. Steal my, because your keys are outside of it. You don't have to close the door, apparently. Mm-hmm. You can leave the door open. Yeah, but I don't know, if, how do I know they're not going through my wallet? Well, that's true. Yeah, it's the yeah. ultimate the facility I went to um, gives you a locker. And, uh, it, you know, you have your own little key with you in the room. Oh, your um, own they were really key. Professional. I mean, they're trying to... <laughs> Whose key is it? So gonna... and who, whose lock is it? Uh-huh. Whose lock was it? Um, it you know, the, each locker has a uh, one of those mechanisms that the key uh, pulls out. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's, their, it's, their, it's their stuff. They yeah. could rifle yeah. through of it. If they want. Of course they could. <laughs> are you stopping? Are you nude in the tank? Um, you have that option. Did you do that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What? Oh, was I nude? Yeah. Yes. I can't, I can't remember. You can't uh, remember. You can't remember. You remember. That would be the only yeah. thing. You, how could you ever forget? I'm not going well, nude. It's very private. I mean. Well, just you, you remember. You are, and all, all teasing aside, you remember what you were wearing when you got in the tank. Well, usually I would have, not knowing this facility, I was a little concerned about that, but it was Really private, really professional. But again, this, the sanitation issue, and then it just, it's a long way to go to sit and be quiet for a while. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of. Get in there with of, William Hurt, right? <laughs> William Hurt? I'm in the tank. From, uh, the, Was uh, it like he was just like, was he just like <laughs> trying to make a breakthrough. No, that's uh, Liam Neeson. The review eyes. Listen read. to me, Mike. <laughs> Walk among the tombstones. <laughs> we did it. <laughs> we killed the enemy. The review I read talks about possible hallucinations. Did you have any hallucinations? Nothing of the sort. No. Um, but I, I wouldn't. I probably wouldn't spend money to do it again. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you for the insight. I appreciate it. Sensory deprivation tank, Jason. Would you ever do it? 
I may do it. it. It depends on the length of time. I may do it for 20 minutes or 30 minutes. I don't think I can do full-on 90 mil- minutes mm-hmm. in it. Pat? I wouldn't do it. You wouldn't? No. Maybe uh What no. if you were in there with your dog? <laughs> Maybe then. Okay. Pat's got the cutest dog. <laughs> What's your dog's name again? Rudy? Jub-Jub. Jub-Jub. I want to consider Rudy, <laughs> right? Rudy, that's yeah. named after Rudy Bosch, the guy from Survivor. Rudy, that's where you got your name. That's where you got your name, Rudy Bosch. He made it to the final four. He got beat by Sue. Remember, and Richard Hatch. Remember that guy, Richard Hatch. Yeah. What do you? Th- how hard do you think it would be to get him on on the best show, Mike? Richard Hatch. Uh, one. How many phone calls? One phone call. One, one email. Yeah. yeah. One email, would you come on the show? Get one back? Yes. <laughs> Tell me what time it is. <laughs> would you want him on the show? Not really. No? No. No insight? No. I mean, that's, you know, that ship is sailed. Half hour power, you're on the show. Um, hi, Tom. Hi, hi everybody else. You're here with AP Mike, Jason Gore, and Pat Byrne. Hi Jason, hi Mike, hi Pat, uh, this is David from Vancouver, I uh, called earlier in the show and got dumped for Matt Walsh. Uh, yes. Okay, well you're on now. Um, yeah, I just, um, I actually wanted to say you were talking about um, ABBA before, earlier in the show Tom, and um, I just wanted to let you know that I used to be one of those people who didn't like ABBA, and thanks to you I am a person who likes ABBA now. Yeah, yeah. join the club, you and the rest <laughs> of the world, we all like them. What's your favorite? Oh, wow. What's your favorite song by ABBA? And it's ABBA, um, first of all. You, you oh, culturally. Maybe knowing me, knowing you. It's a good one. A Frida. You went with a Frida song. I would go only with Agneta songs, but as Frida's got her supporters also. Yeah, I just I, I really like the uh, the lead guitar line in that mostly. That's uh. It's heavy killer. duty. It's heavy duty. They knew how to sing. They knew how to write songs for the world. <laughs> Any thoughts on ABBA, Pat? ABBA. I like ABBA. Favorite ABBA song? Um, if you change your mind, is that how? Is that the name of it? I don't. I don't know the name of it. Is take I, a I'm, chance on me. Take a chance on me. If you change your mind, <laughs> <laughs> I just went, I went with the first line. Uh-huh. Jason, ABBA favorite uh, song. I. You know what? My favorite song is actually uh, "If You Change Your Mind." <laughs> change your mind. Oh. Take a chance on me. Yeah. Mike, Abba? Yeah, I don't go deep with them, but mm-hmm. uh, I've got uh, is it the greatest hits. Sure. Gold. Yeah. Gold, yes. Dancing Queen, of course. Yeah, Dancing can't Queen. can't go wrong, wrong with that. Big influence on what song? Um, Oliver's Army. Really? Okay. That's right. I didn't know that. Didn't when, know they that. Did, when they did uh, Armed Forces, they were listening to a lot of Abba. Hmm. You can hear it. Listen to that piano on on Oliver's Army and then listen to the piano on Dancing Queen. Okay. Very similar. Interesting. Anything else, caller? Uh, no. Just- okay. <laughs> Half Hour Power, you're uh-huh. on the show. Oh, hey, Tom. Great show tonight. You're here okay. with AP Mike, Jason Gore, and Pat Byrne. Hi, uh, it's Paul. I'm a first-time caller in Brooklyn. What's up, Paul? Uh, so you were talking about Twitter on the show tonight? And it was. It's like not an ideal format to get across your thoughts. Mm-hmm. 
who do you think runs the Tony Clifton Twitter account? I don't know. Is it Bob Zamuda? It would have to be, right? I don't think he has a staff. Yeah, no, it's Bob Zamuda. (laughs) So uh, you talked on the show also about the Gilbert Gottfried podcast. Yeah, that was one of the best interviews I've ever heard when when, uh, Gilbert Gottfried had uh, Bob Zamuda on. That one? Yeah, and he admitted at the Playboy Mansion to pretty much a, to be Jim Carrey in order to have sex with women. Yeah, and Gilbert Gottfried said, he, he said pretty much, uh, so when you were uh, raping women at the Playboy Mansion, like he just pegged him as a total creep sex offender, <laughs> and then he uh, tried to laugh. He laughed it off because Bob Zamuda's always like, he's a, he, he just is like, well, you know, Gilbert, when I had... Right? Oh, well, he's my throat. So proud of he's talking about sex position. <laughs> no, he's a creep. He's a creep. He should, be, he should be doing Tony Clifton in jail right now. <laughs> okay, so there was an article in the New Yorker yesterday, uh, published online, about is Andy Kaufman still alive? Mm-hmm. Was it? Was it? What, what, can I just ask you, you know, something? Was, was that article more than uh, two letters long? Two characters and a period <laughs> or exclamation yeah. point. Exactly. The whole thing is basically a summary of Bob Zamuda's recent book. Um, yeah. But anyway, so I tweeted to launch that guy into space. <laughs> he should be launched into space. I'm serious. Well, this is the thing. I tweeted at the author of this article saying Bob Zamuda's a rapist with a link to Gilbert Godfrey. Mm-hmm. And Tony Clifton favorited my tweet. Oh, yeah, yeah. What are you doing there? You call me a uh, rapist. Yeah, right, right, right. It's like. This guy's thing, he's good. such a fraud. Should be yeah. thrown, he should be thrown into a trash compactor in the Tony Clifton makeup. <laughs> they throw yeah, him in. Yeah, well. This is what they do. They throw him in. They're like, hey, Tony, are you uh, are you Bob Zamuda? No, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not Bob Zamuda. Bob Zamuda's an idiot. Bob Zamuda. Throw him in. Trash compactor starts. And then finally, hey, it's me, Bob. I'll admit it. It's me, Bob. Yeah, too late. Squish. Right? Does that sound fair? Sounds fair well, to me. I thought it was awfully passive-aggressive that he wouldn't even tweet words at me, that he just favored He's a moron. What, what do you think he's going to do? He's, 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 like a, he's, he's like a parasite. Bob Zamuda is, is a, he's a parasite. He probably Andy Kaufman probably faked his death to get away from this guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, Thanks for the call. I, I follow a guy on Twitter who claims to be James Dean. That uh, James Dean faked his death. Okay. And now this guy is coming forward as James Dean. Was he eighty? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's an old guy. He wrote a book. I mean, look it up. It's it's amusing. Does he have pictures? Yeah, he's got a picture. He, he, I mean, he looks like he could possibly could be an older looking guy who looked like James Dean, and you know, I'm James Dean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because Elvis would die of natural causes by this point if he. That's true. You know, Elvis yeah, is still alive. There, yeah. Right. Yeah. Would you ever fake your death, Jason, for any reason? <laughs> any reason you'd fake your no. death? No. No way whatsoever. You'd face the music. I'd just face it. You'd face the music. Yep. Let it come right at me. Jail. Jail? Jail. Yeah, I'd go to jail. You'd go to jail rather yep. than fake your death? Yes. Pat, fake your death, yes or no? I'd fake my death. I'd go to some weird foreign country, just mm-hmm. live as a, a dishwasher. Or and what would you do? Um, Kill a hobo, dress him in your thing, put your dog's leash in his hand. I, uh, you mean what? What crime would? How I low would you go? 
Oh, man. I don't know. I'd, I'd probably... Uh, Would you take another life to escape? I wouldn't take another life, no. Okay. I was hoping you'd say that. I, I thought like, you meant, like, build a crude raft to get away. No, no, I was saying, no. would you murder a ho- homeless guy, too, <laughs> oh, no. and then put him in your own clothes? And burn him so that people would think that We don't even need... Out. I don't need to ask you this one. Yeah. I already know the answer. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I might have to. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> For tax purposes. Would you fake your death? Uh, yeah, if, if I was up against a wall mm-hmm. and there was no other way out of a situation. Sure. I don't know how I would do it. Yeah. I haven't given it that much thought. But uh, you, you know, know what? I'm cl- I'm probably closer to where you're at with things <laughs> than where Jason's at. <laughs> I might do it. Who knows what would lead me to this point? But I very well might do it. Yeah. Who knows? Would you ever burn down masses? Why would I do that? That's a inappropriate <laughs> question. By the way, uh, yeah, Penal- Ma- he's in the penalty box for one minute. Speaking of masses, one minute you're in the penalty box. Speaking of masses, we yeah. will be open Easter Sunday. Okay. And in, uh, if it's anything like last year, it'll be a good time. So just because it's a religious holiday, don't let that uh, keep you away. Sure. Okay. So people yeah. people in Bayonne. Yeah. Or, or people can come to people from yeah. anywhere can come yeah. to Bayonne yeah. Easter Sunday. It's Easter Sunday. We're open all day. Mm-hmm. Do you guys do anything special? Nine like o'clock. A ham or no, well, we, you know, I I worked last last year, and I thought it was going to be dead. But mm-hmm. what I found is that people like to pregame the Easter dinner mm-hmm. at masses, and that, yeah, and then everybody left. The mm-hmm. place was empty for about an hour, and then what happened was they just start drifting back one mm-hmm. by one, mm-hmm. and then I was full by the afternoon. So it was a, it was a great day. Hi, everybody. Tim Heidecker here. We have a brand new Office Hours that just came out of the oven. We've got legendary psych rocker Ty Siegel. And Doug is back from down under. G'day. G'day. And his mommy came with him. Mommy and Gary Lusenhop are here, too. Alicia let me know that she finished the White Album, has thoughts on that. So much more on this legendary episode of Office Hours. Find us on your podcast app of choice or watch us on YouTube at youtube.com slash office hours live. So who are the animals? Because I don't smell them. Pickled eggs? Easter eggs? No? Maybe, uh, you know, I'll get those Reese's uh, peanut butter eggs. Those are good. Yeah, okay. I'll get something. I'll try to be a little. Yeah, jelly beans. Yeah, I'll get some jelly beans. That'd be nice. Yeah. Be a little more festive. I, I didn't expect anything last year, but you're right. I should. Try and spruce Some, it up. Something to liven it spruce up. Spruce it up. Half hour power, you're on the show. Good evening, Tom, and good evening, panel, if there's panel with you. There is panel. You're here with AP Mike and Jason Gore and Pat Byrne. Wonderful, because I need all of your help. Tom, I was wondering if you could act as kind of a supreme judge for a real-life conflict that has emerged. Let's hear it. Let's uh, zippity-quick. What do you got? Okay. There are two competing concert dates, both of which I know you will think are ridiculous, but both, I think, have merit to them. One is a solo David Crosby acoustic set. Okay. I know that I know it sounds ridiculous, but I can't defend it if you feel like you need it. The second is this Rolling Stones tour that just uh, got announced, to, uh, like today, and, that's not, and it's not a matter of me... You know, being able to go to both, but do I want to spend the money? No, this is on the same day, so I can only be at one place mm-hmm. at one time. What city are we talking about? We're talking about, I'm in Austin, but one of the shows is in Kerrville, 
one of the show is in uh, Fort Worth, which are cities that are close enough. Okay. There's no way you can go to uh, any uh, nearby city, uh, Houston or Dallas? <laughs> to, to escape either show? <laughs> no, to see, to, to, to make, to strike the balance. Um, you're, uh, no. No, I don't believe so. Okay. I, well, uh, for, 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 for the Stones, you're saying? Or whichever one. So David Crosby's playing Curbville. Curbville, right? yeah. That's, that's outside of San Antonio. Okay. Yeah. So he's playing, so you see him, and then the Rolling Stones are not playing any, any, anywhere else, any, any night, uh, close to that, or they're just out of Texas after that one just, show? Yeah, they're just out of Texas. I think they're only doing a few dates across the continent, period. Are they stadium shows, or? Yeah, it's like 11 yeah. shows. It's their zip code tour. Hmm. They're not coming yeah, any. What, whatever that means. Yeah. Hmm. I right. have no idea what it means. But, How close they are, are they coming to us? Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh or Quebec exactly. is the closest to New York City. The stuff. With, with the stadium element, it can't get much bigger than the Cowboy Stadium in Arlington, which in my mind is a demerit against yeah, the Stone see, Show. Go see David Crosby. At least you'll, it'll be, uh, you'll be up. You'll be able to actually hear the guy and, yeah. and see the guy. I'm sure that's in a, a, a manageable venue, like a theater maybe. Uh, it's got. It's going to be outside. It's like a. It's Texas's version of the Newport Newport Folk Fest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's kind of. I mean, it'll at least see some quirky people as opposed to everyone just you know has been smashing beers all night. Is anybody else? Uh, is anybody else on that bill? With the Stones? No, no. With David Crosby. Oh, oh, yeah. There's tons, tons of people. Uh, none of which I have heard of at all. Well, maybe you'll find somebody that you like. You know what? The I, Rolling Stones I, thing sounds like a that sounds like a a, a money pit to me, yeah. and it's so yeah. unsatisfying. Yeah, because yeah. at least like I mean, David Crosby. I mean, yeah, maybe he needs the money, but maybe he needs a little bit more. And at least he's like throwing himself out in this kind of intimate setting, right? It's just look, I'll, I'll give a look, David Crosby. That I, I'm not going to pretend that is uh, my all time favorite, but it's like. At least the guy still makes new music, and it seems like he's still working to try to do something creatively. Still right, pushes right, himself. Not... He has a that band with his kid, right? Yeah, yeah he does. He does. Yeah, he does. It's not just recycling the you know first two seconds of "Start Me Up" at every show. Yeah, you know? I tell you that "Start Me Up" might be. If you think about songs you never ever need to hear again, "Start Me Up" would yeah. top that list. Yeah, not a favorite. That "Start Me Up," and I would say "Start Me Up," and then like. Maybe like, uh, uh, like, uh, Sugar Pie Honey Bunch. <laughs> like songs like any four top song I never really? hear okay. again. All right. That's just like, cause they, yeah. they're yeah. played everywhere. No, like those yeah. are songs that just, you, yeah. you hear and they are appropriate for any location. The Stones had like their core set is like seven or eight songs that they play at every show. Mm-hmm. So that's always disappointing. You know, it's, it's kind of, and you know, yeah, Jumpin' Jack Flash. They can't do a show without playing Jumpin' Jack Flash for some reason. And uh, Jason, which one would you go to? I'd go to David Crosby. I saw the Stones in 97 on the, what was it, the Bridges to Babylon tour. Mm-hmm. And it was a terrible, terrible set. So you're they saying that washed, washed you're saying that 18 tired. years later. Yeah, they just have not, to be worse. Yeah. Pat, so, which one would you see? I was thinking about this today uh, as far as the Stones go, and... Cause I, you know, cause the date's coming up and like, I, 
even though I would probably be disappointed, I would have to go to just be disappointed to, sure. just, to just get it out okay. of the way. That's You've fair. never seen them, then? No, I never. Oh, okay, seen them. well, yeah, that's fair. If you've never seen them. They're worth seeing once. I've never lifetime. seen them. Yeah, I no? never, You've never seen no them. No interest. Oh in wow. Them. Okay. Could not care less. Mm-hmm. What about Crosby, Tom? Any interest in Crosby? No, I'm just not. Look, I, I personally, I don't listen to his stuff. I mean, but I like. Uh, I, I just the the venue would make me choose one or the over other if I was torn between two things. Yeah. Just that alone. So. All right. Thanks, All right. buddy. Six minutes. Six minutes. Half hour power, you're on the show. What's up? Hey, Tom, this is Taylor from Claremont, California. Taylor, you're here with AP Mike, Jason Gore, and Pat Byrne. What's going on? Oh, fantastic. How are you guys doing? Doing good. Great. Great. Well, hey, Tom, I just wanted to say thank you so much for your Cine Family show a couple weekends ago. Oh, well, thank you. Um, my wife and I went, and we had a fantastic time, and uh, got to meet you afterwards, and that was a, a very exciting to, experience to us. It was but, so exciting, right? <laughs> yeah. Right? No, it, watching I, I me mean, stand yeah. behind, watching me sweat behind a table. <laughs> where else are you? Where else are you going to get an experience like that? <laughs> well, you know, it, uh, my. <laughs> My wife, I think, told you that I make, or you make, every Tuesday night for me, and I was a little embarrassed, but uh, but it's kind of true, and I was trying to get into the show earlier, and uh, Mike had told me a couple times that they were waiting for the ladies, and I totally understood, yeah. so well, I, I waited for the half-hour power. Well, it's very much uh, appreciated. Thanks for saying hi at the show. I'm glad you had a good time. Oh, yeah, no, of course. And I just wanted to uh, ask you one question, if that's all right. Oh, let's hear it. Uh, I was just curious uh, if you're reading any new comics right now and what you're reading. I'm a little behind on stuff. So I'm reading uh, reading this uh, Winter Soldier uh, uh, collection that Ed Brubaker. Oh, Brubaker. Yes. Brubaker, right? Yes. yes. Yeah, he's, he's great. He's actually... Um, if you if you're wanting something to read besides uh, a superhero book, and you like Brubaker, I would recommend uh, the Fade Out. He's writing that right now with um, uh, talking about early Hollywood, and it's, it's really really great. incredible. I will check that out. If you had to recommend a comic book, AP Mike hates comic books. He thinks they're for children. He's tried, people have recommended things. People have recommended things to him before, and he's only he's only uh, been driven. He's only retrenched. Is that the right thing? His on his opinion. I, I can recommend a book. Uh, <laughs> I, I, on the Kevin Corrigan uh, show you did, Tom. Uh, Kevin did a reading from uh, this place on 3rd Avenue, mm-hmm. which is uh, stories from a New Yorker writer from the, like the 1940s. And they're basically, they're all set in this bar on 3rd Avenue. So it's interesting to me just sort of seeing how things haven't really changed much in bar culture, well, except for the language. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, some of the characters that he describes in the bar uh, remind me of some of the people I know in masses, actually. So that was interesting. Good book. It's called This Place on 3rd Avenue. There you go. John McNulty. Caller, what comic book should Mike read <laughs> to win him over? Oh, man. That's Would he tough. like the fade uh, out? Would he like the fade out? 
Oh, uh, it might it might be a little too wordy for Mike. Oh, that's a zinger. That's a straight up zinger. <laughs> Actually, Mike's word words. Well read guy. <laughs> the the words don't intimidate me. Caller, what's the longest book you've ever read? Oh wow, um, <laughs> probably uh, Infinite Jest by yeah. David Foster Wallace. Yeah, we know who it's by. <laughs> oh, okay. Mike, longest book you've ever read. Uh, Don Quixote or um, oh, Mike wins. Mike wins longer than oh, that chest. That's yeah, that's true. Oh. That's true. Mike's book is older too. <laughs> doesn't Damn! Doesn't... Good, good job, Mike. Good job. Wordy. This guy tried to get. He tried to get. Oh, it might be a little. This comic book uh, might wordy. be a little wordy for AP Mike. <laughs> I just like to look at the pictures. <laughs> What's the longest book you've ever read, Jason? Oh, God. I can't even... Uh, uh, probably a Stephen King book. Probably It. <laughs> That's, That's a long book. It's a uh-huh. very long book. Pat, longest book? Um, either the Bible or... You've read the Bible, oh, the whole Bible. Dropping mm-hmm. the Bible on us. Yeah, well, no, I've done that, but it took me two years, so I don't yeah, know. I don't mean like... <laughs> I guess inappropriate... It's too wordy. Inappropriate read time, the original scroll... Uh, of on the road. It's long. Wow, that is long. Final calls. Final calls. Final call. Final call. Here we're on the half hour power. What's up? Hey Tom. Hey, How you're here. Going? You're here with uh, AP Mike, Jason, and Pat. Okay. Cool. Hey crew. Um. So I'm sure you already heard what title is. I didn't. Nobody told me. I don't want to no know. One- no, I'm not going to tell you, but I, I have to say, I got a studio. That's just a terrible question. I mean, you know what? You know how Tom's going to feel about that, don't you? What asking him what title is? Yeah, I mean, he basically went on to went on an early show and described, hey, these guys doing their thing. You know, maybe going on some award show. I don't want to give it away. Tom doesn't want to know. And Tom already went off on, you know, they're the haves. They're asking for more. Now they're asking for even more. This guy's taking Dudio to task. And he even said, he even said, come on, Dudio. He didn't even call you Dudio. He didn't even know the details before that you just gave him, though. He's starting to stick. So now it's about the haves. Wow. Will I like whatever title is? You will not. I will not. Does it, is it, is it a, is it something that stars people? I don't even know what medium it exists in. Oh, you don't want to know. I can't tell you. Is there anyone associated with it that I like? Yes. Yes. I would say one person. Yes. (laughs) Is it? It's not music, though. It is. It is related. It's music related. Mm -hmm. Is it a? Is it? Is it a multimedia event? No. No. But music is the primary form. Yes. Yes. With which it takes. Is it a super group? No. 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 Is it like a program? Close. Like, is it yeah, like a form. collective or something? No. Will it exist on stage? No. No. Will it exist in recordings? Yes. Will these recordings feature all, like, will it have some sort of social media interaction quality to it? Yes. 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 Will this social media interaction thing be um, 
It will, but it'll be kind of not good, right? It's, it's. There are other outlets. It's it's competing with, so it's a new. Is it? Is it? Is it a podcast? No. no. But it will not exist on stage. No. It will exist as... Uh, do you buy how it exists? Yes. Yeah. You buy it. And is it in album form? No. Te- kind of? It can be. Is yeah, it in... Like- so is it... You can... Is it in single track form also? Yes. Uh, kind kind yeah. of, yes. And a collect a collection of musicians... Would it, would it be in discography form? Are teaming up... Is it a collection of musicians joining together? Yes. Yes. And is there a, is there a, are they united to perform a specific catalog? No. No. Are the songs written by these people or by uh, outsiders on social media? It's going to be many, many artists. Many and written by these people. The songs are written by qualified songwriters. Yes. Is the worst person involved in this somebody I regularly make fun of? No. Hmm. No. No. Says no. Yeah. Are any of the principals involved in this someone I make fun of? You have one in particular I remember. Begins with the letter J. I have no idea what you guys are talking about. <laughs> so, and it was announced yesterday. Mm. Did all of the people involved, were they at a press conference announcing it? Yes. And does everybody think it's going to be terrible? Or am I, is it just meant to, that Tom will think it's terrible? It was, it was. It, it was is it like engineered to upset me? Yeah. I think you, you will be upset by it, yes. I personally think they they listened. They heard what you said about the award show, and they said, "What could we do to make Tom really upset?" <laughs> <laughs> the award show, yes, the Grammys, I guess you would say. Is there a voting component to it? No, no. So it's a group of artists doing a bunch of songs, and there's something that makes this unique more than just a normal supergroup. Yes. They're not performing the songs. They're right. They're distributing songs. So it's a new distribution service with with songs written expressly for it? No? No. It's just a new platform. Is it a new platform? Yes. Yes. That's meant to be like... Uh, uh, like iTunes ish yeah. or or yeah. something like Spotify. that. Streaming, a new streaming yeah. service. Yes. yes, that is a, but it does it does not have original content expressly recorded for it. It's just, no. No. it's just so a bunch of people that it probably probably has a lot of exclusive content. Yeah, I'm sure. Okay, they'll have so like people who I don't like <laughs> have united to to launch a distri- music distribution service. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh-huh. People, people at the top who feel they're not getting enough. Yes. Yeah. Right. So there's nothing. Uh, this is just a sheer money making endeavor. Yeah, it, it's, it's twice as much as Spotify. It has two tiers. There's a 995, which is uh, kind of a lo-fi version. 
Okay. And a nineteen ninety five a month, which is kind of their lossless. Are they pulling their version. stuff off of iTunes to make this more powerful? They haven't said that yet. The worst person involved in this. His name starts with J. No, I, I that person is somebody you've heard me make fun you, of. You've goofed on before. Is anyone from? Actually, is, he's he's the number one guy. Is um. Anybody from um, is uh, is uh, Jay Z involved in this? Yes, yes. Is that the Jay? He's, he's, the, he's okay. the number one. Is Kanye West involved yes. in this? Yes. Okay. Is I'm going to assume Beyonce is yes. involved in yes. this too. The dominoes fall. <laughs> and um, are there non hip hop related artists involved in yes, it? Yes, they were. Uh, is Dave Grohl involved in it? No, he wasn't there. No, he wasn't okay. There. Is uh, is like uh, is there a huge rock guy involved in it? Yes. Lenny Kravitz. <laughs> no. Is he involved? <laughs> no. Um, the one guy we thought you you like is is involved. Jack White is part Jack of it. White. Yeah. I do like Jack White. Yeah. Yes, of course. Yeah. A, a group that. So there's some, there's some, there's some, what's that? There was a group that there was a dress up, you were supposed to dress up to go to their concerts. Yeah, so what? What's wrong? You got something wrong with looking nice once in a while? Your, yeah. your, 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 you, your favorite helmet wearing band is part of it. So Daft Punk are involved in it. <laughs> so it's some dumb new <laughs> thing. Then when does this launch? It's already launched. It already launched. Yeah. Yeah, I have no interest in what that is. That sounds just like. But the the video for it, Mm -hmm. just the announcement video where they're Mm -hmm. all in a room together, and the ones that can't be in the room are uh, video conferencing in. Yeah, your 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 favorite frontman from Coldplay was on the big video screen. He couldn't be there. Yeah, but he he's there in spirit. And then they signed. Something you know, uh, you know, they all had to sign this paper. Yeah, I have no time and, for this. <laughs> this like, and it's not even—it's just more—it's di- more dispiriting. Just, than just right, watch the, the paper signings part of yeah. it. It's okay. it's interesting. Well, guys, final plugs that go up for my uh, for Friday. Everybody can listen to Pat Byrne tomorrow night, Saturday night. Thank you on WFMU. Mike will be at masses on Easter Sunday. Yeah, why not bring your whole family? Jason, anything? Uh, the final Dead Dads Club at uh, UCB Chelsea is on uh, the 24th. That is a Friday night at uh, 7.30. All right, everybody. So. Thank you for listening to the Half Hour Power. This one went a little long because of the title thing. I'm going to say goodnight on behalf of AP Mike and Jason Gore and Pat Byrne. Thank you all for listening, and we will be back soon. Take care. Bye.